Fry Orthodontics presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Your smile is just the start. Online at fryorthodontics.com. It's the final KKHI of 2022, and we thank you again for becoming a listener this year. Or if you've been listening since the beginning, we certainly appreciate that. It's been a great, great ride this year, and we hope that you had a great year, despite the fact that so many things went wrong that are out of our control, that <laughs> we've chronicled many times on this podcast. We remain optimistic and upbeat, and we'll try to be uplifting. We do end the year on the final podcast with an apology from yours truly, the host of the podcast. And one of the things that's, you know, I won't say is difficult about the job. One of the things that's inherently part of the job, and we often, I often lose sight of, and I don't know why I lose sight of, is that words mean things. When you say things, they affect people, and you have opinions, and it can upset people. I've told you many times that I know there's a lot of stuff out there about me on Twitter and whatnot, and I don't read it. I'm I'm isolated and insulated from it, and I don't care. But I forget that we have plenty of people who listen to this podcast, for example, that have worked for or work with or are shareholders, stockholders in Southwest Airlines. And we've been really tough on Southwest Airlines this week. It's been an emotional issue for me. With my kids stranded, my kids are adults. This is not the end of the world. And I've said on many occasions, this is a first world problem. They got stuck in Florida for a couple of days. Okay, that's not the end of the world. But we know that people were inconvenienced. We know what an airline is supposed to be. And we know Southwest did not deliver this week. The overwhelming majority of the news coverage was about an antiquated computer system and software that had been in place for a long, long time that failed. And this was a, an employee scheduling system that failed. And ultimately, the problem with the airline, once the weather had passed, there was not much weather in the Northeast, but what caused it all was employees not working, essentially. And we've got a million ways we can blame that. Clearly, the top one is an antiquated system and poor management by Southwest Airlines. And I repeatedly said this week, I have no problem with that once it started, but correcting that problem over a number of days cannot be that. Once you have the breakdown, there has to be more to it than just, hey, this computer system doesn't work. Okay, they've had high traffic times before. They've had weather before, and the system didn't crash this way. There were extenuating circumstances, and I made that opinion known. I also related my daughter's experience that they were told this was an employee problem, that employees had walked out of the Nashville airport, uh, crews based in Nashville, and just gone home. My son was told many of the same things. He waited four days. He finally got home on Thursday after being scheduled to fly on Sunday. But I sincerely apologize to the hardworking employees of Southwest Airlines and all the airlines and everybody everywhere just doing their job. And I don't think it really requires, I don't think it's a very good podcast to come on and just say, hey, there's people that go do their jobs every day and they're great people and they work hard and all that. I kind of think that's expected of Americans. I do. I just think that's inherently expected of especially people in um, important jobs like transportation is very important. This is one of those things we, we say is, is a job, um, you know, necessary job or, or not necessary, whatever, the, however we want to categorize these things. And the transportation is a really, really big deal in the United States. It is, and the overwhelming number of Southwest employees were available and continuing to work, even though they were only a third of their flights. They're back close to normal on this Friday. 
with their normal schedule. They're getting very close to being normal schedule. What gets forgotten is when I get emotional and when I say things, when I blast employees who called in sick or stayed home or did whatever, or, or tried to be hard to find through this antiquated system, I've also offended an awful lot of people that continue to do their job and work very hard. And one of them sent me a, a beautiful email, and I want to share it with you because he's right. On almost all counts, he's right. I will not use his name. He is a captain for Southwest Airlines, a pilot. He lives here, obviously, in Kansas City. And he was listening to the podcast. And he says, Dear Kevin, I'm writing to express my disappointment with your recent statements regarding the operational failure at Southwest Airlines. It is unacceptable to continue berating and blaming the employees for the issue that are clear the issues that are clearly the result of mismanagement and a lack of investment in the company by upper management. In fact, senior leadership has gone on record stating it is not an attendance nor a staffing issue, but rather their mishandling of the situation that has led to this failure. Sick calls and vacation time usage are not higher than historic norms. Conflating these issues with a supposed employee job action is both disappointing and inaccurate. It is a disservice to the hardworking and dedicated employees of Southwest to suggest that they are responsible for the company's current difficulties and goes contrary to what management themselves have stated publicly. Degrading the entire group of people in such a manner is in very poor taste. Your decision to ignore the facts and continue to propagate this narrative even after they've clearly explained it, is disappointing. It is ironic and dangerous to blindly follow a narrative rather than seeking the truth and presenting it accurately. As a fellow conservative, I would expect you to believe this and to live to this standard. It is my hope you will see and understand the error in your comments and publicly retract them, along with issuing an apology to the employees of Southwest Airlines, a group of people you have wrongfully vilified and accused. I appreciate your taking the time to read this letter and considering my perspective. I've been a fan of the show since nearly the beginning, but your remarks surrounding this issue have made me reconsider who I listen to and how I spend my time. Sincerely, Captain and his name. I won't give his name. If he emails me back and says I can use his name, I'll follow up on one next week. And he's exactly right. He, he couldn't have stayed. this. I could not have received a better email and punch in the jaw to set my ass straight than what he sent me. And that's exactly right. And I, I know... I get, I get bogged down in things like it should be a given. We should understand this is the, if, if whatever employee problems they have, whatever they told my daughter about people going home and sick calls and whatever's been on Facebook posts by employees and in chat rooms, these things are all over the place. The baggage problem because the bag personnel were not working there. Management has stepped forward and said, this is our fault. This is our problem. Management is also in a position where they cannot lose these employees. Every company in America is in a position where they cannot lose the. Guess what companies don't do anymore? They don't say anything bad about their employees. They don't want them to walk. They don't want them to call in sick. They need them right now in the worst possible way. Did I go over the top on Southwest employees? Yes, I did. And here's how I did it. I was over the top and mistaken. And I apologize because I made it sound like all the employees were walking out. I used a fraction of two thirds. I said, if they're flying a third of their airplanes right now, then two thirds of the crews have to be home. And I made it sound like the majority of Southwest Airlines created, employees created this problem. And I was wrong, although I did not state that specifically, I was wrong in misleading everyone and having you think that two-thirds of the people at Southwest had just walked off the job. That is not what happened. That did not occur. And this captain is exactly right. I lumped things into a category, and, and my commentary was misleading at best. I stand by my comments that Southwest Airlines blew this. We all know 
They have and have admitted that they have a computer problem with scheduling employees, but this has never happened before. I also have two real-world experiences for my kids and what they were told. And what they were told happened with the crews that were supposed to be getting on their planes to fly those planes. And they were both told that the crews were there and not working. Now, maybe it's a scheduling problem. Maybe they got moved to another flight. Maybe they weren't told the right thing by the gate agent. Maybe there was so much panic and, and, and panic happens. It happens in broadcasting, I, for sure. Maybe there was panic and disarray and gate agents or people communicating to passengers at the terminals, at the airports, were incorrect. Maybe they overstated something. Maybe they were frustrated. Maybe they were having a bad day. These things are all possible. There were breakdowns everywhere with Southwest Airlines. That much we know. But this captain has pointed out something very important, and that is you can never lump everyone in. You can't do it. And I feel like even though I didn't state that exactly, that that's the impression that I gave. And we all know, we all know this. It takes a very small number of people in a large group to create chaos. We see this with Antifa. We see it with uh, uh, political organizations, BLM. We see it from people on the right. The same thing. It takes a very small number of people to create chaos. In the grand scheme of things, that was a very small number of people that went to the Capitol on January 6th. 340 million of us, it was a pretty small deal. And they were unarmed. But we got chaos. It takes a small number of people to create chaos. In this case, was it a handful of executives at Southwest? Was it a, a few hundred more employees than normal that weren't willing to stay in the fray and do the job? I don't know how many it would take to create the chaos. It doesn't seem like it would take many because it's a domino effect with an airline. Once you start canceling, you're going to be canceling more. You're behind the eight ball now. You're trying to reschedule people with a finite number of planes and amount of time to fly them and cram them all in at a, at a time where your planes were already scheduled to be full anyway and likely overbooked, to be honest. Captain, thank you for your email. You are spot on. I don't think you should change one word of what you wrote. I understand completely how you feel. I have been lumped in with the media my whole life, my whole adult life. Uh, the media scored just above Congress for uh, people's approval. You ask Americans, hey, what do you think of members of the media? And we rank like 17% popularity right above the 12% that is Congress or something like that. It's bad. People don't think much of the media and people in the media. They don't. They don't. And it's probably the same thing with airlines. People who work at the airlines probably think most passengers don't really like us. They don't like this experience. All they, I promise you, all they hear is the complaints. That's all they hear. The 90-some percent of the passengers that go fly every day, that keep their mouth shut, just get on the plane, go from point A to point B, are, are happy with the service. It is still There are some things that are just remarkable in their simplicity that you can buy a stamp and put it on an envelope and they'll send it 3,000 miles away for 50-some cents, whatever it is now, is ridiculous. Flying on an airplane is pretty silly too. I can get on an airplane in Kansas City for $350 and fly to New York? <laughs> Seems like a heck of a deal. And it is. And the overwhelming majority of people that fly don't complain. They never even speak to anybody. They just go fly. And so we always forget that. And I apologize for forgetting that because I know that. And I need to articulate that going forward. It is 
the smaller groups. It's the squeaky wheel that gets the oil. We know all the old adages. And thank you, Captain, for your email. It is outstanding and is a great way. This was a great punch to the jaw for me to reset for 2023 and not forget that because I've known this forever. And sometimes you just flat lose sight of it, and that is on me. KKHI is brought to you by B-Stock, online at bstock.net. Their store's at 14680 South Flaming Road. They still have an unbelievable supply of laptop computers. They've also got televisions, Apple products, accessories, chargers, all kinds of things at B-Stock. You can save big right now. This Saturday is a great day, New Year's Eve. It's the end of the year, and they're dealing. They want everything off the books by December 31st, just like every other retailer. Go in there and make your best offer on a new Sony TV or a Samsung. Bstock.net, 14680 South Flaming Road. North Kansas City Dental, it's time to make your appointment. You haven't been to the dentist in a while? Time to get a new dentist. NKCDental.com. It's Dr. Bill Bush. He is an award-winning dentist. He speaks nationwide on high-tech dentistry. He's an awesome sports fan as well. And a great American patriot is the best way to describe Dr. Bush. He's also dentist to the Chiefs players. It's fun. He'll tell you stories. He's got all kinds of cool stories about Team Smiles and the work they do with kids. $1.4 million worth of free dentistry this year from Team Smiles. Awesome stuff. Appreciate the great work they're doing there with kids. NKCDental.com. And Back 9 Development in Kansas City, Lawrence, Topeka, Manhattan. If you have a project, a build project, whether it's a home, a commercial property, or you're thinking about your own development and you're looking for a partner, partner with Back 9 Development. You bring the investors in the idea, and Back 9 Development will make the whole thing happen for you. Back9development.com. Call TJ Vilskanskis, 785-236-0161 for Back 9. You're going to see their beautiful custom homes on their website and all the great things that they build and do. It's the numeral nine. Go look at their portfolio. If you just want to dream a little bit, see what kind of cool high-end stuff they do at back9development.com. Wow, is the Big 12 going to set some kind of record this year for futility in bowl games? I mean, it's there. We watched Thursday night as Oklahoma and Texas went down. Now, wait, do those count as SEC losses or Big 12 losses? I don't know what to count them as because they've both been passed in the Big 12. K-State and TCU were the best teams in the Big 12 this year, so they've been passed. OU and Texas got passed. I don't know whether to rack those up as SEC losses or Big 12 losses, but they're losses nonetheless. Right now, the Big 12, current Big 12 members are 1-5 and five in bowl games. I mean, these things, this is not, this is not the first three games, not 1-2, and two, they're 1-5. and five. Most of these games, very close, one-score games. Florida State beat OU 35-32. Arkansas beat KU 55-53. Wisconsin beat Oklahoma State 24-17. Washington beat Texas 27-20. Those are all one-score losses, but they are one-score losses. I mean, you don't know how to win games. Air Force pounded Baylor 30-15. That one was really weird. Tech has the only win, 42-25 over Ole Miss. Kansas State plays Saturday against Alabama. TCU plays Saturday against Michigan. Is this conference about to go one and seven? Whoa. And where does that rank? I mean, this is a five-alarm fire. Now, some people will tell you this stuff evens out. And that if you're a K-State or TCU fan, you ought to feel really good because a conference doesn't go one and seven. 
that somebody's going to knock somebody off here. I believe they're both six-point underdogs or six-and-a-half-point underdogs. So K-State and TCU are both underdogs. I'm going to say it right now. I love TCU and the points. I just love them. I just think they're that team that even if they get down, they're coming back. And even if they're down 10, 13, 14, somehow they're coming back and have a great chance to cover the spread, even if they lose. I just feel that about TCU. They've got unbelievable skill position players. Michigan will not have played against better skill position players than them all year. And Michigan's not exactly the kind of team that you just expect to go out and put 40-something on the board. I, I, I just like, I like TCU and the points in this game. I cannot find my way to play Kansas State. I can't do it. I can't do it. If I'm going to play this game, I'm going to play Alabama. This is the smallest point spread of the year for Alabama. They've been a nine-and-a-half point or higher favorite in every single game all year. And now Vegas says K-State is the best team Alabama's played. And that line is down where it is. Look, I think K-State's terrific. I think Deuce Vaughn's going to have trouble in this game. I do. I think, I think we're probably going to look back. I, I'd love to be wrong. I'd love to be wrong next week. I'll say I was wrong. Deuce Vaughn's going to play this game, and he's going to go pro. All right, that's going to be the end of his career. And I understand he wants to play against Alabama, and he wants to play in the Sugar Bowl. But as far as his draft stock, if he goes out and has 19 carries for 42 yards, he's not going to help himself much. Is, and Deuce Vaughn's a home run hitter. Okay, He's not a you know, three or four yards at a time guy. He gets hit at the line of scrimmage and goes down, or he finds a hole and makes you miss and gets 47 yards. That's the kind of guy he is. How many big runs is he going to break against Alabama? I think that's one of the issues in this game for Kansas State. Will they be able to find big plays against Alabama's defense? That's, that's a huge thing. I'll be shocked if K-State wins the game because Alabama just doesn't lose. And the two games they lost this year were both true nightmare road games, one in overtime against really good opponents that are probably equal, uh, maybe better talent-wise than Kansas State. Kansas State's a beautifully coached team. They do a lot of things right. And I, I expect them to play a clean game. Obviously, if K-State goes out and turns it over three times, they're in big trouble here. But I don't expect that. I expect them to hang with Alabama and play with them. But I just, I've seen too much of Alabama through the years. I've watched them win games. They're the best combination in college football of coaching and system and athletes and the remarkable ability to manage a game in the fourth quarter and win it. Alabama doesn't always blow their opponent out. But they almost always beat their, beat their opponent. It was shocking they lost two games this year. I think Alabama's the second best team in the country behind Georgia. And their two losses, you can't even look at them. You can't even compare them to other people's losses. At LSU, I mean, crazy. And at Tennessee, wild games. They lost one by one point and the other one by two or three. They lost two games by a combined four points and one of them was overtime. It's just, no, you, you don't go out and beat Alabama. So I'd, as much as I'd like to think Kansas State would go win 41 to 30, I don't see that. I don't know anybody that sees that. But I do like TCU in the points. I'll tell you this, one and five is one and five in bowl games. And Kansas State and TCU are underdogs in this. These lines may move. If they move, the money's going to be on Alabama and Michigan. People are going to look at the Big 12 and go, wow, they're not beating anybody in bowl games. We're going to go take Michigan and Alabama, and those lines will go up. So hang in there on those. Chiefs this Sunday play the Denver Broncos at Arrowhead Stadium. 
Denver is coached by Jerry Rossberg. Before we get to Russell Wilson, who will be the story of this game, undoubtedly, let's remember how the Chiefs beat him up a few weeks ago, tossed him around like a rag doll, and repeatedly batted down his passes. The Chiefs now have 19 batted down passes this year. Last year, that's for two games to go. Last year, they only had nine. Six different players have knocked down a pass. Here's, here's where it is. This, this statistic alone should give you hope for the postseason and allow you to think the Chiefs defense may be able to actually win them a game in the postseason. Where did all these tipped passes come from? And that's not the end-all, be-all, okay? Tip passes are, hey, if you can get one or two tip passes in a game, that's awesome, especially in a playoff game. You want that. You go up against Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, you knock down a couple of passes, that may be the difference in winning and losing. You don't know what's going to happen on those pass plays. But you love batting them down. The bulk of these are two guys they added. Carlos Dunlap, the veteran that they brought in, and George Karloftis, the draft choice, have 13 of the 19. They added two guys that have come in and made a difference. It's not always about sacks. It's not always about tackles. It's about doing your job and doing the little things. That's pretty remarkable. Dunlap's been terrific. He's been, he's been exactly what the, you know, you go get a player and you think, hey, he can do this for us. And he's doing it. And I don't know why I'm surprised. I guess because it's a Chiefs defensive player. They sign somebody to do a job and he's actually doing it. They draft Carl Loftus to do a job and it looks like he's going to be a terrific player for a long time. I love this. I love all about this. Russell Wilson will be up against the Chiefs this week. There was some question after he was benched last week during their disastrous loss to the Rams. Jerry Rosberg, the interim coach, says, no, no, no. Russell Wilson's our starting quarterback. That's not in question. That's not in doubt. He's our guy. This week, the entire league spoke out about Russell Wilson getting benched. Vaughn Miller on Russell Wilson. He's calling this season, quote, an anomaly. Vaughn Miller goes on to say, next year in Denver will be, quote, drastically different, unquote. And this will be the one outlier season in Russell Wilson's career. Melvin Gordon, who's a member of the Chiefs, on the practice squad right now. He said, he's with him a short time, right? He said, I've never had a teammate motivate me more. Russ is my boy. This is not on him. They are all painting a picture. These are, these are former Broncos painting a picture that Denver's in disarray well beyond Russell Wilson, that he's not the problem, and that it will get better. Very interesting to hear those guys step up for Russell Wilson, who I've always been a fan of. I've never looked at him like Mahomes or Rodgers or Brady. I've always looked at him as the guy that just goes and wins games. Their best teams in Seattle were outstanding defensively. They'd win a lot of games 19 to 16. But he would be the guy that would be down, or, you know, they'd be down 16 to 13, and he'd go win at 20 to 16, or they'd be tied at 16, and he'd march down with 42 seconds left and set him up for a field goal and win a game, and then the defense would stop the other team for 42 seconds. He did it over and over and over. We watched him do it. We watched this guy win football games. It's not like we don't have a sample here. We know what he's capable of. I don't think he's capable of it Sunday. But now I've seen crazier things than if coach gets fired, the weight is lifted, now it's just go play, and Denver plays free and easy. I guess those things are possible, but I don't necessarily expect it. All right, before we get to your Paramount Sports selections for the weekend, Thanks to our friends over at 360 Document Solutions for being a sponsor of KKHI. Wow, Mark and his team have been with us from almost the beginning. He's a, an avid listener to the podcast and really, truly believes in conservatism. 
He'd love to hire you if you're looking for work and you're a conservative. He loves hiring conservatives at 360 Document Solutions. And maybe this is the year you give him a call and give him an opportunity to earn your business and make your business more profitable with better equipment, better systems, better ideas for complimentary analysis on all your document technology and IT programs. Contact 360 Document Solutions online at 360documentsolutions.com. And the Blue Mountain Hotel and Goolsby's in Manhattan. If you're planning a conference this year, Manhattan's a great getaway. It's a fun destination. The Blue Mountain Hotel has everything you need for that. You could play world-class golf at Colbert Hills, have a wonderful outing with your best clients or employees. Take them out there, enjoy the beautiful Flint Hills, get outdoors, have some fun. The Blue Mountain Hotel would love to host your business conference. If you would like to set up group reservations, call Skyler at the Blue Mountain Hotel. Just log on to Blue Mountain Hotel. Dot com and set it up today. All right, Lee Sterling is here with your Paramount Picks. We're going to go over the NFL. Oh, it's Lee's birthday. We're going to celebrate on KKHI. Hit it! The KK Has Issues Conversation is presented by Joslyn's Jewelry. 95th and Antioch or online at joslynsjewelry.com. Well, we're heading toward a big weekend of football. All kinds of action, bowl games all over the place. The college football playoff begins. And, of course, the NFL. Lee Starling joins us celebrating his birthday with family. Happy birthday, friend. How are you? <laughs> Thanks so much, Kevin. Yeah, it's a great day. Um, I, I never thought, you know, I'm actually 60 years old. Mm. Not ashamed to say it. I feel like I'm 40, still playing basketball once or twice a week. And, uh I always thought of 60 as being like old, you know, yeah. I thought of my dad, I guess they didn't exercise like we did, didn't take care of themselves as much. My dad smoked, unfortunately, but, uh, I feel great. If this is what 60 feels like, Hey, I'm all for it. It's unbelievable. You, when you're younger and you see people that are our age, I'm 58 and I, yep. I, I remember seeing 50 years. I think, wow, they're really old. Yeah. And now that I'm this age, I feel really young. Like I, I just, I don't even understand it. It's, it's strange. I guess it's all just perspective of where your life is. Right, right. Things have changed, you know, and um, yeah, I, I just feel great. I feel happy and and I'm blessed. So awesome. have family, great family, great friends. I've gotten so many uh, emails and texts from clients. I really appreciate uh, all the well wishes and I hope everyone has a, continues to have a great and happy and healthy holiday. All right. Last week of 2022, what do you got up your sleeve at ParamountSports.com for all our <laughs> listeners, man? I know you got something something juicy for them. So I've never seen so many people that want to wager on games and are having fun watching these bowl games, which most of them have been, have been really good. I mean, even the, the Oregon-North Carolina game was great. I mean, so many really good bowl games, a lot of fun. Texas Tech looked great. They're changing things. So if you want to wager and also uh, – have some fun with my selections. You don't have to sign up for the month. First time we've ever done it for the holiday season, 10 days, all the college bowl games for the next 10 days, all the NFL plays. And I'm probably going to have five or six, maybe the biggest card we've had the entire season in the NFL and also basketball and hockey. We're hot in both just $97. Wow. Hoops, hockey, yep. and all the pigskin you can eat for 10 days, 97 bucks. Log on to ParamountSports.com. And you can always call Lee as well if you want to talk to him about it. 800-400-9741. dollars gets you all the way through the holidays and all this great, great football we got. Awesome stuff, buddy. Ready to do some picks? I am. Okay, let's go in the NFL here. 
And we'll talk about the Ravens and Pittsburgh in a game, I guess, that matters. The Steelers somehow are still alive. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to happen. Right. Here's what's crazy. They used to make fun of Cincinnati Bengals and Cincinnati Bengals and their whole situation. But Mike Tomlin, last six years, has been ordinary. Uh, also 0-3 in the playoffs when they have gotten into the playoffs. This is not a playoffs team. Uh, the lines are two and a half right now. If you like the Ravens like I do, I think you bet it right now because I think there's a chance Lamar Jackson plays. Even if he doesn't play, they're the better team. They ran for 215 yards in the last game. Uh, Mitch Dubinsky was awful in that game through three interceptions when he came in for Kenny Pickett. But it's not like Kenny Pickett's been very good. I mean, he's thrown for three touchdowns. That's it in the last five games. Uh, his yards per attempt we're in the low sixes. That's in the bottom five of the NFL here. And uh, on top of that, Greg Roman's running game, the way he's designed it, has really uh, kicked it into high gear. So I think you lay the two and a half points here. I think Baltimore may not be pretty. They wouldn't cover 26-20. All right, the Patriots and the Dolphins. The Dolphins currently sitting with the final playoff spot in the AFC, and they've got quarterback woes with Tua in concussion protocol. It seems unlikely that he'll play. What what exactly are they doing right now? They're trying to appeal to the NFL and somehow get him on the field Sunday? I, I, can't, I can't see him playing. I, I'd be shocked if he plays next week. So I think he's probably done for the year. He it for sure has had two, and I think probably – three concussions and you just can't let a guy like that go out there. And, and what's the difference? Even if they end up making the playoffs, they're going to be in the number seven spot. And that, what does that get you? You go to Kansas city, Buffalo or Cincinnati, and, and you're going to get blown out. So uh, they got to look to the future. He obviously had the concussion. It was bad. The three throws that he made in that game, uh, in the second half, the interceptions, these are like, Junior high school interceptions, they weren't any good here. So uh, the Bucks, uh, I mean, some of these teams have looked like Bucks have looked bad. New England is a major disappointment, but they feast, absolutely feast on bad quarterbacks. Listen to the quarterbacks that they've beaten. Like Zach Wilson twice, Mitchell Trubinsky, Sam Erlinger, Colt McCoy, and Jacoby Brissett. Add Teddy Bridgewater to that list. He is not even an average backup quarterback anymore here. I like the Patriots, 20 to 15. All right. Okay. The Jets and Seattle, the Seahawks uh, left Kansas City on a whimper last week. They had an opportunity to maybe make some noise and find their way into the playoffs, but it doesn't seem as likely now. The Jets are a slight favorite in this one. Yeah. And uh, this is a game that I looked at long and hard and just think that the Jets are the right side. They have the best unit. They have the best defense of the four units out there. Mike White's coming back. And when he plays, I'm not saying they're great, but they're a different team here. Seattle, I mean, they just can't do anything of late. I mean, their defense is is, is not the same. They can't stop the run here. On top of that, uh, Geno Smith has come down uh, from where he was at. And I think they might even end up drafting a quarterback here. So I'm going to take the Jets here. Lay the small spot. I think they win this game 28-20. All right, the biggest game of the week in Kansas City is Buffalo and Cincinnati, which is Monday night at Cincinnati. Look, the we'll talk about the Chiefs in a moment, but the AFC West is just handing this thing now, the opportunity to the Chiefs. The Broncos have fired their coach. They're coming in here lame. The Raiders have gotten rid of their quarterback. That's the last game of the year at Vegas. So the biggest game of the year, I think most Chiefs fans would say, remaining is can Cincinnati beat Buffalo Monday night? That would be huge. The Chiefs could be the one seed. 
I think so. So I think the Bills' pass defense has an incredible reputation, but um, whenever they play a good quarterback, they have trouble. Listen to some of the teams that they played. Uh, we're talking about passing the, the football. The Jets twice. The Patriots twice. <laughs> okay. Then the Titans, the Steelers, and the Bears. So, I mean, you look at it, they haven't faced a quarterback like this. And Joe Burrow, believe it or not, has never faced Buffalo before. His receivers are almost unguardable. They are that good, that big, that strong. They go up for the ball here. And I, I just don't think the Bills' defensive backs are great. And also, since Miller went down, the pass rush hasn't been the same for Buffalo. Buffalo's offense, they are starting to run the football more. But I don't think their passing game has been as good here. I like Cincinnati at home. I think they win and cover here. 30 to 24. I love it. And it's so important because if we look at these three teams in the AFC, say the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals, as all capable of getting to the Super Bowl, whoever winds up with the one seed doesn't have to play two of the other teams. They'll likely play right. each other and knock one or the other out. So it becomes such an easy – the one seed is going to have a tremendous advantage this year in the AFC. I mean, truly right. a tremendous advantage just based on who they'll play. And then on top of that, Patrick Mahomes has not played a road game playoffs. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's so. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The Chiefs have Denver. I know what I think about this game. I, I can't even imagine the chaos and turmoil in Denver. And they're coming in with an interim coach. They are an absolute hot mess. The Chiefs are a 12 and a half point favorite. Yeah. And the Chiefs haven't been great uh, of late against the spread, 2 10 1 against the spread the last 13 games. I, I thought Seattle was the right side last week. Didn't turn out that way. Uh, when you're trailing by two touchdowns, they went for it twice on fourth down. Kansas City terrible, and then the horrible interception by Geno Smith. Or else, I'm not saying they win the game, but certainly could have covered here. So uh, this Denver team, it looks like that black cloud has been lifted. They fired head coach Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, but eight of their 11 losses have been by seven points or less. And the Broncos quarterback, Russell Wilson, has been awful. He's only had one good game. Who was it against? The Chiefs in the 34-28 loss here. So I don't think they can totally fix him now, but some reason plays better against the Chiefs here. I think the Chiefs win 31-24. Just think 12 and a half too much. All right, there you go. And that has been the way with the Chiefs. I actually, this yeah. time in a double digits, I do like the Chiefs. I, I think Denver might have some quid in them. We'll see how it plays out. The game of the week is Jacksonville and Houston, and the Jaguars are alive and kicking in this thing and have a, a real chance of uh, making the postseason. If you want to get this game for free, all you got to do is call Lee. It's his game of the week, 800 400 Nine seven four one. You like something with Jacksonville and Houston? Well, you left out something, Kevin. You yeah. didn't say first place Jags. Right. That's right. Exactly right. The first place Jags, believe it or not, uh, laying the four and a half. They've been rolling. Do they keep rolling, or do the Houston Texans, which have been playing tough, a lot of teams tough, not not winning many games, but a lot of games down to the wire, a lot of overtime games. Can they keep this one tight, or maybe win it outright? Uh, just call 800-400-9741. This is a client play. Don't normally give out client plays. You want to get it for free. 800-400-9741. Like I said, the 10-day, all three sports, all access pass, college football bowls, NFL, huge card this weekend I have, and also basketball and hockey for 10 days. Just $97, one place, ParamountSports.com. And that includes the college football playoff games, which uh, Lee may or may not have as part of his service here. That's going to be fun with TCU in Michigan and Georgia playing Ohio State. Big weekend of football, Lee. It's always great catching up with you. We wish you the very best on your birthday. Enjoy your steak dinner. You have earned it, my friend. <laughs> Thanks so much. Take care.
All right, there's Lee Sterling, the Sultan of South Beach, and he is, he's on it. He's been on a pretty good bowl run here this week, and certainly he'll have a lot of bowl selections coming up this week as well as the college football playoff comes on Saturday. From last week's show, remember, he took Kansas State plus the points against Alabama. If you're trying to remember what he was uh, what he was doing with the Sugar Bowl, it was K-State take the points against Alabama. To recap, he likes the Ravens, minus 2.5 against Pittsburgh. The Patriots, minus 3 against Miami. The Jets, minus 1.5 against Seattle. Cincinnati taking the point, getting the point here, and winning outright against Buffalo. And Denver, plus 12.5 against the Chiefs. If you want his game of the week, just call him at 800-400-9741 or log on to ParamountSports.com. Lee Sterling's appearance on KKHI is brought to you by Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet Buick GMC in Excelsior Springs, home of the Lifetime Warranty, and through Business Saturday, spin to win up to $500 Visa gift card when you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle from Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Buck Roofing and Construction, online at rbuckroofing.com, available 24-7 for emergencies, or get that free roof inspection, just call 913 914-2680, and you'll sleep well knowing Buck Roofing fixed the roof over your head. And Window World, the title sponsor of KKHI, simply the best for less. The official windows of the Kansas City Chiefs. For a free analysis and estimate, just give them a call at 816-799-0820. No job is too big or too small. One little window or 100 windows. Window World can handle it. And once again, they won the J.D. Power Award for customer satisfaction. They are simply the best for less window world. Thank you. Don't forget to hit that like, follow, or subscribe button if you have not done that yet, or find a friend and hook them up and make sure they get notified every day about KKHI. Thank you so much for listening. We wish you a very, very happy new year this weekend. Enjoy, celebrate however you do, or go to bed early. But 2023 is right around the corner, and we are so grateful to have had you as part of this podcast in 2022 as we kind of say goodbye to the year. We wish you and your loved ones a very happy holiday weekend. A happy new year. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. (laughs) 